I don't want to live on this planet anymore, and you're listening to Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we'll be discussing Season 6, Episode 9, A Clockwork Origin. My name is Michelle Burlingame. With me are Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. Our guest today is comedian and podcaster Jim Tews. Hello. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thanks. It's a year in the making, I think, because we tried to do this last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and the timing just got all messed up because uh, we're, we're on the tail end of the Accidental Comedy Festival. So we managed to catch you in Cleveland. So thanks for coming over on this humid, humid Cleveland s- September day. No problem. It feels nice in here, though. You've yeah. got the AC on. Yeah. yeah. And it feels awesome. We're not even turning it off today. You can gate that out later, Tom. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's, yeah. It'll get bad real fast if we turn that down. It's bad enough at night. Um, so something we ask people occasionally, especially if we aren't particularly uh, super tight with them, What's your relationship to the cartoon Futurama? Is it just a casual thing? Are you like a freak about it, like Bill Squire? Or there's no wrong answer. Right. I mean, the guest last week watched like two episodes because we asked him to watch them before he came on, and that was, <laughs> that's the extent of his experience. So, you know, other, other than watching it last night late, what's your relationship with the show? I'm in between Bill Squire and the last guy <laughs> okay that's that's kind of where i you're, am so you're yeah. the average viewer yeah You've i'd seen say i'm it. the average viewer i i like if it's on i'll watch it when it was on it was on netflix for a while wasn't mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. i, I watched Hulu it a lot now. when it was on netflix but it's a little more like something i put on in the background or at night yeah know? but There's it is a, it is a great show it's like that um isn't there a whole reddit community of people that just like listen to futurama to fall asleep <laughs> Yeah, there might very likely. <laughs> There's is. like probably millions of well, thousands. If there of isn't, Futurama there should subreddits. be. Yeah, there, there is now. Okay. <laughs> we just with another million dollar idea down the drain. Well, I do want to bring up that um, tomorrow from record day, which is Monday Labor Day, um, is John DiMaggio's fiftieth birthday. He's only fifty. He's only fifty. I was really surprised when I read that. I thought yeah. he was already late 50s, maybe nearing 60. Billy West is like 70-something. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, John DiMaggio's 50th birthday. Tomorrow. I mean, that... Oh, wow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Friday, As right? in <laughs> Tuesday. As in Tuesday, the 4th. Uh, so... So yesterday, if you're listening doing to this the show, on Wednesday... <laughs> he was like it, 30. Friday, right? Yeah. Uh, Bender. It's Bender. Bender, yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, like, Billy West was... Maybe not 70s, but definitely mid to late yeah, he's 60s. Like seven, didn't we look it up one time? He's Probably, like 71 but, or 72. Uh, that's, it's weird because he's got that really, you know, like yeah. forceful voice. But I would have figured he was at least in his 40s when this happened. But wow. Mm-hmm. This, I, I need to get into voice acting. It seems like a really. Oh, I'd love to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you kind of have. Oh, I no, mean, you've 66. done your own animated Billy stuff. Billy West is yeah. 66. Perfect. He's ageless though. Fry? What's that guy's name? Billy that, West. That's Billy West. That's Billy West too. Yeah. I was as I was watching all of the I voices. Never, <laughs> I never like I I I know most of the time I'm really good at picking out voices. But yeah. as I'm watching it last night, I keep going like four of you are Billy West. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't yeah. remember which ones. And then by the time the credits hit, he's was, Zoidberg, the professor. He's Fry. I knew he was the professor. I remembered that for sure. And then there was, he he uh, also was. I think he did Doug Funny for some time. He's uh, Stimpy. He did Ren also for part of the time of Ren and Stimpy. He, yeah, like 
He's been... He was a Howard Stern guy for a lot of years yeah. in the early 80s. Like, I mean, it's, it's a really interesting career, and he's basically just a failed musician who, like, oh, like really? in the early 70s, he was trying to be a rock and roll guy and then wound up doing voice acting. Whoa. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was that uh, documentary about voice actors that mm-hmm. was on Netflix. John back. DiMaggio made that. Oh, My really? friend mm-hmm. was a... Uh, uh, he worked on that. that. I know that voice. Yeah. A great documentary, and I will recommend it to everyone who can watch documentaries. Yeah, that was uh, my friend Johnny was uh, might have been a producer on that. Cool. But yeah, it was fun. Um, I overall I liked this episode, but it was very strange, and I felt like the bottom dropped out at the very end of it. Is that yeah, accurate? Yeah, it's 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 not my favorite. It's not bad. It's not great. I don't know. It's it's overall okay. Calling Kubert a crap scallion right off the bat, I can get behind because yeah, that guy's the, an asshole. The the Kubert jokes are pretty good. This is. I, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, this the infamous "I don't want to live on this planet anymore" line comes from this episode. Yeah, and it's said a couple times, and it's accurate. And I mean, it, yeah. it's an, <laughs> another episode where you know it's shockingly accurate to current events, mm-hmm. and that happens more often than you'd like really think anymore. Which is the strange part. Like, there's some stuff in this which is like, oh, this is just like exactly like right now, even though it's ten years old, which sucks. Uh, because it's only I, eight years old, I round up. It, it's just it's a it's almost exactly eight years old. Really, it was the beginning of August. Oh no, 2010 shit. when this episode well, came like, out. like I get real sensitive about this stuff where they're like trying to ban evolution in schools and stuff because it wouldn't necessarily happen here. But I figure at some point my daughter's going to have to go to school with people that did have that happen, whether it's in college or something else, where it's just like homeschooled kids mm-hmm. or from kids from Texas where they didn't yeah. you know, they banned evolutionary talk or whatever from it. Right, they're going to encounter those people uh, later in life as well. If, it's, yeah. uh, if it keeps going somewhere else. I, I mean, feel like it happens all... a lot less lately. I mean, maybe maybe not like super recently, maybe that's different. But when I was a kid, it was they taught us evolution and everything. And in college, they teach evolution. And there, I, I, in my experience, did not encounter anyone who was like, nope, that's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> in I, my school experience, I think what happens now, especially if you wind up with like, um, like, I, I'm saying homeschoolers. I don't mean to shit on them either. <laughs> like, I, I mean, there's definitely, I think, a trend towards homeschooled people to be a little out there because it's a super different experience. But um, you know, just making assumptions. I, I know. Uh, God, I feel like an apologist. Just like, mm-hmm. I know some of my best friends were homeschooled, but. Um, it, it's more like people will be quiet about it. I mean, just like if you have what you know is an unpopular opinion, unless it's mm-hmm. the guy down the street that during the 2016 election hung two Trump banners and a bunch of American flags outside of his upstairs duplex apartment. Um, and, you know, and then I think he stole our Hillary sign or something. It was just that kind of thing. Uh, it's like Lakewood is about as blue mm-hmm. as it gets. Right. And just that one guy being like, no! I was really oh. surprised at how many Trump signs I saw in Lakewood during the election to any be honest would with seem you. weird i was like what the fuck why why are there trump oh. signs everywhere and when then i, I realized <laughs> i realized that there are some affluent people in lakewood that kind of yeah and it's not kind of it, suck <laughs> it, yeah god it, we always end up skewing towards it i think it's just because it's uh well, all the the young people live in apartments, and all the you know, well, not not necessarily, but there are renters, and then there are owners yes. of homes in Lakewood. And as far as the 
depending on what side of Lakewood you were on, there were a shit ton of Trump signs, and I was really confused. <laughs> There's still a. Tr- I was walking here over by Mike's house. There's yeah. a big uh, flagpole with the big uh, Make America Great Again flag. <laughs> Seriously? Still, yeah, still there. Wow. Oh, shit. That's. <laughs> I was like, what? Where's where's the civil dif- disobedience? Like, who's the lady that climbed up the flagpole in South Carolina and, like, tore down the Confederate flag? Like, can we hire her to do something like that here? <laughs> I mean, just because just it would be fun. I mean, I'm, I'm not advocating vandalism. But there I'm would be so many people vandalism. for that guy to blame because yeah. he'd be surrounded <laughs> think, by I think, people who would like to do it. <laughs> I think nowadays it's less of a problem with people who want to ban evolution talk in schools and more like flat earthers are right, but like, they mention oh. flat earthers in this they do but yeah, this yeah. was way before the whole flat earth thing like yeah. now it's huge i mean to be honest the flat earth thing was before the round I, like thing I, I can respect in, in people history <laughs> well yeah but i'm saying i can i can, that was before science saved the day um I can I can respect people who want to believe in their religion and whatever. That's fine as long as you're not hurting anyone else. But flat earther people, you're just like not paying attention to facts and like. Yeah, but isn't that the just, problem across the board? Like, you well, just don't understand horizons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we didn't either for thousands of years. And no. then smart people figured it out and wrote it down and passed. And it can on. be proven. Yeah, yeah. We built spaceships. You can book a book a trip on the Virgin, whatever the fuck, and see yeah, it that'll... with your own two eyes. But then they'll say, "No, it's a hoax. NASA paid for yeah. it's it's a, a projection on the outside. I'm not actually in space." Well, you you <laughs> want like to jump that, out? <laughs> that thing at the mall that you get in and they have a video screen, and like <laughs> yeah. the box just that's, shakes. That's and, what they say. Tilts around. I oh Flat god! Are just what do, what do they idiots. what do they get if it's if 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 we just found out today like yeah it's flat like what <laughs> what do they yeah do? what's your what, prize <laughs> yeah what like ah cool now I can die or whatever I There's yeah no, you, you don't, just go on living you just uh, you just get to tell people they're wrong I mean and it's it makes me think of um I don't I don't even know if it's a Kyle Kinane bit or just like a, a one-off thing from a, a podcast or something. He was just like, I think, I think it's in his last Netflix thing. Cause he's talking about being agnostic versus being an atheist. And he's like, you being an atheist is just being like an asshole version of agnostic. Like, what do you win? You're just like, ah, there's no God and fuck you. It's just like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't matter either way. Like, yeah, there's no, there's no, like you don't get a lottery winning or something from it it's like okay so whether it's right or wrong i, I and I, I even be more like upset because we've gotten michelle worked up about anti-vaxxers before too and i mm. i totally agree mm-hmm. with you but that's something where it's like if you ignore that like you're actually causing a danger to society around other you. people yeah. yeah uh but hey everyone's everyone's special um, I had never heard of them call the ship the science appeal i guess that was a joke in it but it's a good name for it it um, is and and I'm wondering, like, if there would be something else to, like, what would your car be? A science mobile. It would just be a science mm-hmm. mobile. It's From what kind of science? Mobile. I don't know. I it's just made of science. And and what would your car be, Michelle? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the uncomfortable shoe mobile. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, mine's or, mine. My car, the cars are just filthy, and it's not even. Okay, I don't even really drive them anymore because I work 
at home, but mm-hmm. I just go out and I'm like, why is there shoes and like there's a mask that's been sitting under the driver's seat of See, the um, one car for about six months. I obsessively keep my car clean. I don't know like how I learned it. My mom wasn't really great at keeping her car clean. My dad was pretty good because he always had to put his gear in and out of yeah. his, his Jeep when I was a kid, and he tried to keep it debris-free. Was it like a Jeep Jeep like a, or it, like, a, like a Jeep Cherokee? It was a Cherokee that he drove until he got a different Jeep and then gave it to me, and then I drove it until it got stolen. It was meant like if it was one of the ones you could just like, <laughs> like hose out, though, we, too. We had this helps. Jeep for like... I, like it was the Jeep that my dad drove when I was a kid and then it turned into my car as an adult and then it got <laughs> stolen from from Marine Towers West when I lived there and <laughs> and then it got all of its guts ripped out by the people who stole it and then I had to get my new car. But I've just been I, I for some reason I can't have like things in my car. It's it's gotta be completely debris free. Debris free. I have one umbrella that stays in the back seat in the little pocket on the back of the passenger side, and that's all that I keep in my car. I, I, <laughs> that's it. It's like being on a ship. <laughs> yeah. You have, to, you have to, like, tie everything down. That was, <laughs> it just rolls out. Yeah. And anything that gets sucked into the, the pumps. <laughs> right. would pump the water out. Well, and stop it from... And, like, you, you spent time in the Coast Guard. Do you... Do you ever go out for like extended periods? You always come back to port at the end of the day when you're patrolling or whatever. It depends on what kind of boat you're on. Yeah. What kind of ship you're on. I, I was on a uh, medium endurance cutter, so we would go out for like five days, and but then pull into port. But the run would be like up the coast or down yeah, the coast. Yeah. I, like my brother was in the Navy on submarines and like that. Ugh. So you'd be like six months underwater. Yeah. No, and I couldn't do that. No, it's I don't. He's like taller than me, so I don't know how he did it. Oh anyway. man, yeah, jeez. <laughs> yeah, being like small on a ship wasn't that bad. Seeing like t- like big dudes on there, you're uh, just like, this seems miserable. I think. I mean, honestly, if I have to deconstruct some of the psychology, I think he's just sort of a masochist. So that <laughs> that all plays into it. He's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I'm just gonna be uncomfortable forever. Um, the, I didn't realize that Kubert went to the Wozniak Nerd Academy. <laughs> the flinchers. I did, yeah, I did catch that. <laughs> but there's a lot of good uh, sign gags. Yeah, all, all the like even one. at the protests, they were so good. Um, I got to see Steve Wozniak talk once, and he's crazy. It yeah. was. It, I mean, it was awesome because it was just like at a conference, and he was the keynote speaker. And he just comes out and like talks about himself, like stream of consciousness rambling for forty five minutes, and like, oh, and then we did this, and it was crazy. And that guy, he's kind of stupid. I don't like him. And then I got this watch, and it's not an Apple watch because I don't, I don't even own Apple stuff. And, he, and he's like so just exuberant about everything, and clearly like smart as shit, but right. like very. Um, untethered as as you would be with like billions of dollars right right and uh <laughs> you know like a bug up your ass to make spaceships and stuff did you ever see that uh funny or die movie uh i steve i think it was called <laughs> no. no justin long and uh wozniak was played by the guy who played uh hurley on uh lost, oh, lost yeah. what's his name <laughs> it was funny they really made him out to be like this like sad sack Baxter kind of <laughs> character where he's just like always getting trumped by jobs and he's like, oh well. <laughs> Who didn't uh it was a it was a pretty funny movie. It was just a total like low budget. It basically looked like a, a 90 minute funnier die sketch. Really? But yeah, it was I thought it was good. What who was uh 
They did they did the one like made for TV movie. Um probably early 2000s Anthony Michael Hall was Bill Gates and uh god was it Joey Slotnick was Steve Wozniak and he just like full tie-dye glory like they just did him up to look like a you know a, a, a electric Kool-Aid acid test right. guy you know he was he was I forget who was Steve Jobs but it was basically like the one they did about Letterman and Leno, oh, yeah. like the late shift, but it was like about Microsoft and Apple. And it just, oh, yeah, uh, I remember when that came out. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, it's one of those things where Anthony Michael Hall went through the full uh, gamut, where he went from being like the nerd to the jock, and then back to being like Bill Gates as <laughs> sort of the uber nerd overall. Um, there was <laughs> the one protest sign that I really liked, and this, this is the one that scared the shit out of me, was fake science is real science, because that's basically like a headline you'd see now. Like, yeah. that's, that's a tweet that's that a, Trump would that's make. That's a way of life. And then uh, nothing ever changes was the other one. <laughs> like, yeah, that's good. And then the good old George Bush uh, throwback line, read my lips, no new taxonomies. <laughs> I did. I, so that would have been, that was, I mean, that was probably a 20-year-old reference at that point, really. So wasn't that like 91? I don't know. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I remember that happening because that was his No, big. it was earlier than that. It had to have been. Well, oh, was, it, yeah, cause he would have been running. He was like yeah, 88. It was 92, I think, is when Clinton started. Yes. So, yeah, it would have been earlier. It would have probably been... Oh my God! Eighty-nine, yeah. I'm well, old. I was born in nineteen eighty-eight. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a recurring theme on the show for sure. I just remember it from all the reference, the joke reference to that. Yeah, yeah that's, how I, that's my like, context for it. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. it, I was born in eighty-one, but I still like don't. I don't remember seeing that on TV as a child and being like. I don't know about this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he ran the CIA. Clearly, he's up to some shady shit. And, and unfortunately, now he, I mean, despite his apparent frequent ass grabbing, still not as shitty as the other ones we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the lady, and I, I don't think she was a, I don't think she's a named character. She's just sort of like that, that Matt Groening show, uh, Hysterical Mother that was leading the protest of like, I don't understand this and I need to protect, protect my children from understanding it. Like right. that's, that's really the thing that gets me is just like, cause we do, we do deal with that now. Like most of the kids that my daughter goes to school with are fine. Most of their parents are fine, but there's the outliers that like you get, you, know, you see them at a, a ice cream social or something. Mm -hmm. And you just take that step off the path <laughs> into something that you shouldn't talk about with them. And you're like, Oh fuck. Like I, I can't, <laughs> I can't digest this, and, and I, I cannot be around you anymore, and I hope our kids hate each other because I never want to have to deal with you as a person. Um, it's, it's, it's infrequent, fortunately, but when it happens, and then, of course, that's like the one who's like, we're best friends, and like, shit, right. there's play dates and fucking, oh. That's the, that's the thing I don't know if I could deal with about being a parent. Oh, I there's plenty. Then, like, <laughs> layered, where I'm just like, I don't want to deal with you, and I don't want my kids to have to deal with your kids. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah, a friend of mine's got, uh, just had an episode of, with some shit like that the other day, where like, there's the neighbor kid who's clearly the bad influence, and, mm. and the kids love playing together, so she can't be like, get the fuck out of my house, like, you just gotta kind of deal with it. I think we, we have a couple kids down the on the street that you're whispering <laughs> <laughs> like you're whispering <laughs> they might hear they might they might so uh, we moved in 
I've been here about five years. Their daughter is a year younger than ours. And we're like, oh, cool. There's like kids we can, you know, whatever. And they're just kind of weird. And uh, as it just sort of escalated as things went on, so like their kids run wild. And we're, I, I, I'd like to think we're not overprotective, but there's a certain amount, like there's a railroad track right by our house. Yeah. There's bad visibility because people come flying down the streets. It's like, don't play in the front yard because we don't want you to get killed. Uh, there's, you know, it's Lakewood. Every once in a while, there's some weirdos walking around. Like, you just want to be on top of it. They let their kids run wild. Like, the three-year-old's just running across the street back and mm. forth. They're just like, this is not good. So uh, they used to come down, and they'd be like, yeah, get the fuck out of our house. Go see if BB can play. And they'd come down and knock on the door. And I work from home, but my kid's either at school or at daycare. Like, she's not right. here during normal business hours. <laughs> and, and I've told them that, like, a hundred times. So I'll be upstairs doing whatever, and I hear, <laughs> and they'll just go. And if I go down and talk to her, like, okay, she's not here. They don't leave. They just, like, stare. They're like, we need parents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what happened, this is my theory, because we'd talk about it with our other neighbors. Um, I think they might have called Child Protective Services on them because they don't come down here anymore. Like, there's there's a very fine line that's not being crossed, and they're like, I'm fine with it. Like, I'm, I'm good with it because their kids are weird. Like, the the one came over one time. We were having a party for something. She invited herself over, and they were like, Okay, it's time to go. She's like, I'm gonna get my revenge on you. This is a four year old saying this shit. It? Yes, it's it like a total like I mean like clenched fists and like and like it's just Whoa. it was really fucked up. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, if you want to, we can talk after the show if you want a list of the things that are hard to deal with as a parent. <laughs> it's, it's really long, but that's, that's one of them, is you do have to get put into um, these situations with people that you don't want anything to fucking do Almost with. Almost makes you want to homeschool them and teach them that the earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to go that far because I'm paying too much in taxes to not take advantage of the public school oh, yeah. system here. <laughs> like, getting them out of the house is kind of a sanity thing for a while. Um, the, 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 I mean, I, I guess just coming back to the lines in here, you people are as loud as you are ignorant. Like that's, <laughs> that's Twitter. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why I don't use Twitter. Yeah, I mean, you do every once in a while. You'll post like a picture of you and Ron Funches or something. Uh, well, that's actually through, uh, Instagram. It's it just a feed that pushes it's, it yeah, out. Yeah. It's just a little thing that I toggle on Instagram that'll post it to my Twitter. I have a Twitter. I use it maybe once every three to six months. But, yeah, Instagram shares to Twitter, so it looks like I post, but I don't. You're on pretty regularly, but is it just, like, off-gassing jokes and ideas, or do you yeah, not? Yeah, pretty much. It's, like, a boredom thing for me. I don't, it, I don't get, like, people don't interact with me on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's very rare that somebody replies or, like, once in a while have something go, you know, a little tiny bit viral. Yeah. But it's... It's fun sometimes. I try to remember to plug shows on there, but I'm terrible at that, too. <laughs> I just, like, I'm getting kind of tired of it. Instagram's the fun one still. Yeah. But, yeah, because people can't, like, argue with you. How does, I mean, I'm not on it. I, just, I can't. Uh, I Which think Twitter's Instagram about right. Twitter? I, I'm on Twitter. I, I My personal account I kind of don't use so much anymore, so I do most of the shit on the shows. Right. Yeah, one. I figured. Um. I had to I had to lock mine down just because of work stuff. Or I'm like I I don't need this associated yeah. with my name necessarily. Uh, so that's the secret. I just you know <laughs> my my cover's blown. Um, but I just I, like Instagram. I just never kind of got 
past it. I was I was real late into social media in the first place because like th- that was a million reasons my ex wife and I could have fought about something, so I just avoided it. So <laughs> it wasn't even until I got like divorced ten years ago. I was like, oh, I'll I'll wade into this and see what's going on. Yeah, and then then it's just like okay, I got through MySpace and Facebook and then Twitter, and that was enough. And I and I think part of it too is I don't really. Um, I don't post a lot of visual stuff. Like I'll take pictures, but I don't from like push them out. Then I guess I don't. I don't think of stuff that way necessarily. I, the, I like the visual stuff, and I like that mm-hmm. people can't start. Like I can get your opinion through an Instagram post. Like they can not, comment on it. It's not going to be spelled out like in Twitter. Like Twitter and Facebook. I feel like I now I I scroll them until I hit something that infuriates me like, <laughs> yeah and then i'm like I, I used to just like keep scrolling or like think about what to say and then i'm just like what am i doing i've lost like a cumulative probably at least several days of my life yeah reading stuff that is totally irrelevant mm-hmm. i only care when i see something from somebody i know who i would already speak to right like outside of whatever so i, I like it as a promotional thing but yeah, the yeah, broadcasting Twitter. aspect I is nice. I blocked it from my phone for a while, too. Really? Oh, see, that's... because you get bored, and then you just go do it. And, and then you're like, fuck, my day's ruined because I read this idiot's, yeah, like, thought. no reason to, to have your brain full of that animosity. It's just, it mm-hmm. breeds it. Or just that many different, like... It's like every th- thought that you could have yeah. Or someone else could have is being yeah. thrown at you. Yeah. Like, what about this? Ah, ah, about oh this? God, I'm schizophrenic. Fuck. <laughs> like it's it's too much. Um, <laughs> actually, I think my favorite sign gag in this whole thing was when the professor started yelling at people and call them like turnip farmers or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they go to the guy is the chicken of the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an insultingly accurate stereotype, sir. Yeah. Those were, I mean, those are good when you can get them. You know, the, the, um, when you can call somebody out on their bullshit. Happens to me all the time, uh, mostly from my wife. But <laughs> you know, she, she, she can nail in on that, and then I can refute it. We, we have, a, like, a private Twitter that happens in our house. That, right. <laughs> <laughs> Life. Yeah. Conversation. Yeah, we should, we should brock, we'll put it on the Alexa show. <laughs> oh, just turn her on, damn it. You're muted now. <laughs> um, and, you know, then... That's that's what my daughter watches on YouTube anymore. It's just like families eating cupcakes and shit. And apparently, those people make millions of dollars in monetized views. And kids eat it up. It's weird. Is the whole series of families eating cupcakes? <laughs> it's, it's just it's like families doing mundane shit. Oh, okay. Probably homeschooled people. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's invariably like young, clearly wealthy, white for sure. Right. Uh, you know. Families, probably evangelical Christian. That's, that's going to be my next With guess. about 18 kids, you yeah, know, like four of their own and a couple, like, yeah, that's probably good because they're, yeah, that's, and, and they just like do stuff. And I'm like, this is boring as fuck. Like, if we were doing this same thing, you would not want to do it. Like, look, we're all cleaning up the backyard. Like, I can't get <laughs> you to go out and like, like pick up your toys that have been sitting there for three weeks. This, that's what they're doing. Yeah, but it's, you know, watching them is fun. I, I don't understand it it's like the unboxing videos and stuff <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. or yeah. asmr yeah I well that i mean that's that doesn't like do anything for me is anybody i, I haven't tried really I'm asmr scared. is my flat earth and that i don't believe in it 
<laughs> it's it's just like the the response, like if someone were to whisper like on your neck or whatever, and then it kind of makes you go, huh. like, yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. But everybody goes, oh hey, I'm just gonna do this, and it's gonna be right. ASMR, and or they'll like crinkle things into their microphone, and I'm like, no, yeah. that's just fucking annoying. That's not ASMR. <laughs> right. A sound. Turn the gain all yeah, the way up. Yeah, a, and... a sound that you can make is it it it's not real. Is it is it basically? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, it's a thing. It's a real thing, but it, like yeah, I, I understand that like the response ha- I, I just figure it's like when you when you get like a piss shiver you right. know like, I, like <laughs> right. you know sort of like ooh, like if, if you could trigger that with some auditory stimulus or whatever fine like if that's your that's, thing yeah that's what it's trying to do but um, it's just people making sounds into microphones with the levels adjusted so that they think that they're being they're it's very compressed and yeah yeah, just try drugs. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, or, or you know, there's actually also your body was, makes uh, its own drugs. <laughs> like a while ago, like a few years ago, they came out with these uh, binaural beats that were supposed to uh, like hypnotize your brain into thinking that you were on different type of oh, drugs. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, did it work? Uh, I mean, not. I don't think it worked really. Like, if you could get yourself in, like, actually, like, kind of like meditate while you were listening yeah. to it, it. You could, what you would like, like feel sensation. Bath? Yes, Didn't feel you do sensation. A sound bath? Yes, that's yeah. it's making me think of the Integratron. Did I talk about that on the show or not? I don't think so. Um, you may have mentioned it, but yeah, I, I went out to. Uh, I had to work on the West Coast for like two weeks in a row. So rather than spending my weekend in Midway Airport, I I went out to stay with friends at Joshua Tree for the weekend oh, in between, nice. and they took me to the Integratron. What's that? It's this weird building built by a UFO enthusiast guy in the 50s. But when you go inside, it's like this acoustically perfect chamber. And they do like, they call them sound baths. It's basically like a guided meditation thing. But you lay down on these mats and then they have giant crystal bowls that they do like. But the entire fucking room like vibrates at different frequencies and like goes through your body. And there's like a really chill kind of, I mean, he's a clean guy. He's very clean cut, but he's. You know, we're just trying to get down to the frequencies of the universe and it's going to make your body. The, the thing is, like, my friend took me because she's like a crazy artist person. She's awesome. And I was just like, this is an experience you got to do. I was I was on board. Um, but I had managed to get this terrible, like, jacked up neck on my way from Northern California to, to Southern California. And, like, I couldn't move my head. I was flinching. It was bad. It had that for like a day and a half. We went into the sound bath, and when I came out, like the neck had just completely, Gone. yeah, it, like I got into such a deep state of relaxation. Everything just fucking melted away. Oh man, that's that's pretty cool. It I'm was really this. cool. Like I'd totally go do it again, just because. And there's, you know, and there's like you, me and my friend, and we're like black t-shirt and jeans in the desert because we're rock people. And then there's like just <laughs> the tourists, and then there's like the yoga teachers taking crystals out of paper bags to get them energized. <laughs> right. And it was, it was really cool. Like it didn't feel like I was on drugs, but it was definitely like that sort of relaxation where if I could have had another 10 minutes, I would have had the best sleep of my life for like another six hours. Was it expensive? Uh, I think the tickets were maybe Is like there a Groupon. Uh, there might be, <laughs> the, you have to book the tickets in advance, but you can get them on the website. I, I think it's like, Maybe like forty bucks a person. Oh, that's La- not bad. Lasts about an hour. I mean, you probably pay more for that for like lunch in New York, right? Right. So I, I, the whole Joshua Tree experience was pretty great. I hate the sun it's and cool I hate out there. heat. Yeah, but I totally want to live in there. We like went it. for a wedding, 
And I was like, oh, I think I might be a desert person. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> You're just yeah. like, this is, they had an outdoor shower on their little compound. It was like the best bath I ever took because yeah. as soon as you turn the water off, you're dry. But right. you feel so clean and you haven't started sweating yet. It's just, <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, wow. See, we just ramble. It's great. <laughs> Dr. Banjo, does he ever come back or is this a one-shot deal for him? I, he might come back in another episode. I just don't remember if he's... Yeah, no, I think he does come back. Good, because he, he, he was great. Yeah, he, yeah I he, like that character. He almost seemed like um, like Kelsey Grammer in X-Men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Beast, yeah. So real quick, I have to say this He's before like, uh, Dr. we get too far. Like, um, The whole reason for this episode, why it was created apparently, yeah. was that um, for the 200th birthday of Charles Darwin, Kirk Cameron put out a altered version of his the origin of species oh, fuck. and his own theories on it because he's a creationist was this the banana video or something <laughs> no i don't think so i think he just put out a book that was his oh. take on the origin of species since he's a uh, evolution denier yeah he's a piece of work have you ever come across him like in, in professionally oh no 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 i because yeah. I feel like you bump into weird people at weird times. I do, so. but yeah, not <laughs> Kirk Cameron is. <laughs> he's, he, I, he did like, and I guess it, it's funny that they tie it back to the monkeys because he's always like, "Who could have designed a banana? Only a all-powerful being. It's perfect. It unwraps itself. <laughs> like it's that's what natural selection does. You fucking dingus. Right. But uh, Doctor Banjo does come back. He's in Fry and Leela's Big Fling, which will be oh yes, that's season, the one I was thinking. Season seven, episode seventeen. So oh dear, we've got a while. Yeah, that's the same one that um, Gunther comes back into. Mm-hmm. Also, oh, Smart Gunther. Yeah, yeah. The, friends? No, <laughs> Gunther. Is it? No, it's a Gunther. Is it Gunther? It, he's a, a yeah, smart yeah. monkey. A the smart, professor yeah. made at one point. Oh, he has okay. a hat that makes him. Uh, oh, I remember that character. Yeah, he's Cubert. Yeah. Cubert uh, is kind of like Gunther as a person instead of a monkey. Okay. Um, I think they're voiced by the same person too, so it's <laughs> they're a little West. interchangeable. Um, this, I, but Doctor Banjo says this thing. He's like, evolution is mer- merely a theory, like gravity or the shape of the Earth. And this is the thing that always, <laughs> always drives me nuts about it because it's like, it's this base semantic argument that if the assholes on the other side would just take a second to understand that, they'd be like, oh, but it, it defeats their whole thing. Scientists use the word theory differently than like an amateur detective uses the word theory. It means different things, even though it's the same word. Like there's this testable long-running sort of experimental thing where they've built it up and that becomes a theory because there's so much evidence promoting that as being the thing. They just can't be absolutist about it. But then it's that, like, I have a theory that the cat threw up on the rug and then ate it. And that's why the stain is there and it's a little wet. But I didn't see it happen, so I don't know. Um, it, and it's like, th- those are the things that always get me. It's like when, um, like, you can, you can teach a- about religion in school. You can't teach religion in school saying... This is what Jews believe. This is what Muslims believe. This is what Christians believe is not the same as teaching dogma as fact. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that shit either. It's like you mentioned the word. I mean, I had right. to deal with like Catholic school for 10 years. I kind of get all of it. But that was like, this is it. And it's ruined me. 
And I've missed out on so much fun because of that bullshit. Because it wasn't just from an academic perspective. It was like, no, 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 no. And then These are he the got, rules. yeah, three days later, he got out and went to visit his buddy, buddy Lazarus, who was, I mean, he had like AIDS or something. And he's just like, and then he was fixed. It was awesome. And that's why we think he's a great guy. And like, that, it just, oh, this, I'm going to get really infuriated today. It's <laughs> yeah, too fired up here. Um, I just did, I just had a big cup of coffee too. Was this the, is the flying spaghetti monster a Futurama construct, or is that something they were referencing? Because that goes back to the guy who needed the colander in his driver's license picture. That's yeah. a, I thought that was like an internet, like a meme kind of thing. Is I it? I didn't know like, if it originated in Futurama. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd I be think, surprised. Yeah, because well, I think it's, it has something to do with, like, that's it has to do with religion and, like, saying something yeah, about... They say, like, like people don't believe in it's a pastafarianism. Uh, pastafarianism. Yeah. It's a real-life parody religion, not... Okay, so it was not created for the show. It's okay, so they were just referencing it? Yeah, so that was it was before. But uh, he did descend from some flightless manicotti. But <laughs> 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 so people, like, say that instead of saying they believe in God, they believe in the, the flying spaghetti monster, mm -hmm. and it's, like, a representative of... Pastafarianism. Yeah. yeah, 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 and I, like I'm all for it because I mean all religions are made up. People right. don't like that, but it, it, it's just um, I kind of like the uh, image of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go Wikipedia the flying spaghetti monster. Yeah, and look it, at the pictures. It's, on it's there. a good thing. It's like the creation of Adam, but God is like a pile of pasta. And with meatballs. With meatballs. <laughs> She's not vegetarian either. Oh, you can like, get one of those that. like little plaques, like the Darwin. But it kind of looks like a crab, though. Yeah, it does. Exactly yeah, like a, yeah. Looks like, like a, a crab. Six-legged <laughs> crab. It's um, I, I just I that was I was surprised to see that in there. But then they turned it in. Doctor Banjo was talking about creaturism. That's not thinly veiled or anything. But the whole thing about um. The missing links where the professor, like, mm -hmm. it, it turned into the rake gag where it was just like, yes, that's this, and then that's this, and then, and like, I, how many did they have? Like, 79 of them or something where they're all lined up. And Which it was gag just, was it? Like, the, the, um, I've heard it referred to as like the rake gag, but it's the, it's the, um, the sideshow Bob thing where he steps on a rake and it hits him in the face. Oh, the rake, yeah. yeah. And then he turns and he steps on another one, and then it just, like, it, it does the thing where it goes from, Funny, 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 not funny, less funny, less funny, less funny, less funny, less funny, funny. Like you hit that point where you can just keep doing it. There's like a, a right. So has anyone written a thesis on that? They probably <laughs> should. Probably. Yeah. You do that at Emerson or something like, <laughs> right. like scientifically measure how long or how many times you have to repeat it until it happens. Um, I, that whole thing of, um, there was this other line, but just because we haven't found it doesn't mean it didn't exist. And then the other thing on the other side saying things don't exist just because you believe in them. But like that kind of sums up all of it. Like I just, it's just constructs like money's made up. Time is made up. All these things don't mm -hmm. exist. Really. We just like, we're slapping our own human reality on it. Oh, shit. It sounds like I'm on drugs right now. <laughs> <they're not. laughs> there's uh, there's actually, there's a book, um, this is one of the few books I've ever read that just like completely, cracked my head open because it was so interesting uh it's called present shock by this guy douglas rushkoff and it just it kind of breaks down constructs like that to where like he 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 takes time money is compressed time 
-hmm. and when he and the way he that he goes through and explains it it's like oh my god it totally is because it's like if you're if what what you have if you're wealthy is you can be like i need to do this 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 and this by paying people to do it you're actually oh create yeah Yeah, and but then that that translates into things like a tree is also compressed time when you cut the wood and then use that to burn things it's like it takes s amount of time to create this resource and do this it it goes and goes and goes and goes and it's really confusing but highly recommended just Uh, to screw with my brain yeah yeah it's just like oh fuck you know it's it's really like a, a wide open thing um I want to tra- I want to taste the soup they were making with all the stuff they were digging. <laughs> oh, the two can. Yeah, let's go. Is uh, <laughs> it's another one of Fry's dogs. Right. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, so does that does that ever come back too? Where like there was Seymour, but then is there a whole stack of dogs that have been lava ossified? No. <laughs> <laughs> just any dog just they come gag. across, they're like fuck. Um, I, <laughs> the, but the whole thing with Zoidberg too. <laughs> he does the dad jokes. Mm. <laughs> I bet he spent a fortune on neckties. <laughs> like that's the kind of shit that I love about him. And even then, then going, oh, I should have done the other one. Right. Uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember what the alternate punchline was. There's, there's the neckties. The ring around the collar joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Should've> done, yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did any of you ever get that? Because I do sometimes, and it's really, it's a bummer. Oh, and your back of your collar gets dirty. Yeah, yeah. I wash. I mean, I wash my clothes. Like I'm, I'm pretty good at laundry and stuff. And it's still like, what am I? What I, am I? I just do everything in my life to avoid having to wear a collared shirt again. Even though I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> yeah, just gonna right now for well, leisure time. Fun even. one. It's got a pattern on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's patriotic <laughs> and uh, you know clearly um, dissenting at the same time because mm-hmm. it's. It's it's got a pattern of embroidered peace signs with American flag motifs. So. It's very Nixonian. Yeah, take that. Rule. That's, that's, that's the uh, old man at J. Crew told me. Paired wonderfully with a hat with a burger pin on the, <laughs> the front. But I want that burger pin. That's cool. Who, who all got the Manfred Man joke? I didn't. I mean, I, I know who he is, but I, I was like, it. I saw the square eyes, and yeah. I, but I don't know what Manfred Man looks like. He he had like square glasses. I that figured was like his thing. Yeah, that was so. Was their whole thing just covering that one Springsteen song? Like, did they just ride on that? I kind of think. Well, I mean, that was obviously their biggest thing. Yeah, but I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know what was after that. But so, or were they were they like McCartney proteges or something? Were they like a Badfinger or something? Or I don't know. Like they're they're, they're the they're kind of South band. African. Really? Yeah. They're the kind of band that like WNCX would just laud. You know, it, for sure. Yeah, and that's that's. I think they're still the classic rock station here. Um, I, haven't, I haven't turned on a radio in years. Well, Manford Man uh, had hits like "Do Wah Diddy," "The Mighty Quinn." Uh, These sound made up. No, you. Well, I think "Do Wah Diddy" Quinn was a was Captain Manford Man. Yeah. "Do Wah Diddy" was a Captain Beefheart song, wasn't it? No, "Do Wah Diddy Diddy Do." That song. That is not Captain Beefheart. No. Well, uh, to be fair, go back to like Zigzag Wanderer on Safe as Milk because that's kind of like that. Like before the Trout Mask period, like he did do some pretty straight up blues stuff. But is that? We don't have to dig into that rabbit hole now. But I'm confused. Maybe they just covered all these songs. They were just like a really adept like cover band. Yeah, yeah. yeah, They just they covered Springsteen's "For You," also "Blinded by the Light." Spirit in the Night. Four years ago. 
So that's actually like, I've kind of thought about that sometimes because I never was able to make money playing music. Um, just going somewhere where people don't know someone's songs and then pretending they're your own <laughs> or, yeah. co or covering them. There's like a comedian that did that in, recently in France. Really? Who is just taking American comedy and Fuck. like, like got famous there oh my god <laughs> <laughs> who who was that i don't remember but like uh he, wow. he had stolen he wasn't stealing like he wasn't doing like carlin bits yeah but he like took one of ted alexandro's jokes and like he was taking from people that you know so it wasn't like pat Oswalt, but like like a, a next tier down like i mean he probably could have pulled off taking some pat Oswalt stuff but wow. you know he wasn't taking i'm just saying he wasn't doing like seinfeld but yeah yeah that's ballsy it was like a pretty crazy shit. thing and then every, all these people started calling him out on it and hmm. oh he was, man he was like doing theaters what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> which really i mean really that's almost like uh what vaudeville was right really it's just like here's yeah. the here's the go he's gonna do this set of gags that he bought from joe smith or right. well smithstein probably but i just i just finished that uh that cliff nester book a little bit that's yeah. really good yeah, and it, it's so weird. Like the whole, mm -hmm. all that stuff gets like so deep, but it, it has just transformed so much. Where it's just like, I just need to be entertained. So right. it didn't matter what how how uh, what, what's the word authentic like the voice was. It's just like right. just make me laugh and forget my miserable fucking right. life and make my wife shut up for three hours, please. Right. And oh, burlesque dancers, even better. You know, they take my well, shut up and take my money. <laughs> um. It's because they didn't have videos of families uh, <laughs> eating cupcakes. cupcakes. And unboxing. The, the, the unboxing stuff. Did, did you guys watch Who is America at all? I watched the first episode. Yeah. I don't think the character was on the first episode, but he does like this crazy Finnish unboxer. Oh, really? Yeah. And then has on, you know, like, I think he, oh, God. Um, I don't think it was Roy Moore, but someone like that. Like he, you know, it, it, so he's just like, oh, you know, and they're talking about this horrible shit, but then he's got like, we unboxed the Shopkins and oh, you know, like total, I, I don't know. That was really. That's on, what channel's on a Showtime? Showtime. Okay. Um, and I, I don't know what capacity he was in, but like Billy Wayne Davis wrote on that or something mm -hmm. or was involved. Like it, it's, I'm, I, it's shooting fish in a barrel for someone like me to like it because it's just ridiculing fucking imbeciles that right. are on the way far side of political spectrum from where I am. But I, I still have such a soft spot for Sasha Baron Cohen. Mm -hmm. um, I think Borat. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever laughed harder than seeing <laughs> Borat in the theater the first time. Like, yeah. He's you know, super method too, which is weird yeah. for what he does. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's the the commitment is so. Billy Amazing. Wayne talked to us about it on Saturday after the show, and he yeah. said his focus is like absolutely insane, and the the system that they have to do all that stuff because it's like a, it's him and his team that have right. been working together since they were like young, mm -hmm. very young. like doing Ali G stuff. Like yeah. it, it, yep. they've been basically doing that for probably close to twenty years at this point. Yep. Yep. Um, that, oh, it, it's dig, dig in. I think it's probably like episode two or three where that character comes in, but okay. it's just it's like that juxtaposition of like here's a reprehensible person and they're being made to like do this completely insane <laughs> shit, and and just because he does the accents and it's so weird, like he's getting them to say like just, I mean it's, it's such a dumb like grade school gag to be like, oh would you eat dick? 
You know, like right. where they're like, this is the character. He's Dick the Donut. Would you eat Dick? Is Dick well, good? It's, it's like the whole throw the Jew down the wells thing where he had the entire group <laughs> of people th- singing and <laughs> celebrating throwing Jews down wells. I like, forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little ridiculous. It, that was, it was the rodeo one, right? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, have you ever been to a World Bone premiere? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, <laughs> I mean, it, it could. You, if I ever start dating again, that's what I'm going to start calling it. It's, it's, the, it's the bone premiere. Uh. Um, I, the, the the introduction of the Homo Farnsworth was great, but then that whole thing with Doctor Banjo unveiling the Homo Farnsworth painting Riding, on the dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have, have any of you gone to the Creation Museum? No. no. Which I've been is, dying to. Is it, I mean, it's just outside Cincinnati, right? I think mm-hmm. it's in Kentucky just it's over in Kentucky, the river. Yeah. yeah, with the Ark. You should have gone. You were just down there. You should have gone. We thought about going. Um, just, it's expensive. <laughs> oh, God, of course it is. Um, and it's, like, I just, it would be cool to go and just, like, look at this giant Ark, but it's yeah. so pushy of actual like the religion yeah, yeah, yeah that it's just not gonna be fun i actually saw there's a on netflix there's a show called dark tourist oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, show. and he goes to it in Good. one of the episodes and okay. they have like dinosaurs up on the ark and like <laughs> well, stories about how what like that's what happened and all this stuff like i would have gone if it wasn't i think it's, it's you don't want to subsidize pricey. the assholes like that's right. part of the problem for it yeah like, yeah I mean, everybody's you're basically donating to their cause. Yeah, it's. I mean, that all that stuff came out about In and Out, like donating a bunch to the GOP. Now, like that's going to make a bunch of people conflicted. They're ah. still going to eat the fucking hamburgers. It's not as clear cut as Chick Fil A. Just be like, <laughs> gay people are bad. I can be like, all and right. I still eat Chick Fil A because I. It's really good. So you're like, have you? Here's, here's here's the David Chang segment of the program. Have you ever gone to Fuku? Yeah, yeah. It's it's great. It's Chick Fil A without the hate. And the delicious yeah. spicy French fries, you know, yeah. like that's that's so we need more Wait, of Mo- those. Momofuku, like the noodle place? No, he has the chicken sandwich called place called Fuku. Oh, I thought you were just like abbreviating it. I was no, like, no, I never heard anybody do that. But. Uh, you know, it. <laughs> I never been to Fuku. Oh, shit, it's on. Um, I think it's on East First. Okay, it's down. You know the uh, the the crazy Indian restaurants with the chick yep. the, the lights. It's right there. Oh, okay. and it's just it. You know, it's a little shop. I think he might have one uptown too. But it, they just do like chicken sandwiches, fries, and maybe oh, like coleslaw or something. Mm. But it, it's excellent, and it's like I, I don't have to feel hateful eating this, it's right? Um, but that's that's the sort of shit where it's just like the suspension of disbelief that goes into holding on to these like religious tenets is the part mm-hmm. that drives me nuts. And like my mother's a very devout Catholic, she will say things like, "I'm going to pray for you because I don't want your soul to go to hell," and she means well, right? But like, fuck, come on. That's why that's half of why I messed up was like just having that stuff pounded into my head from a young age, getting yelled at by priests. Fortunately, never touched by them. But, you know, the, those guys were dicks. Right. Some of them, like, uh, this, oh, this one, I got stories. <laughs> Sounds like you don't want to live on this earth anymore. I, it, I don't. <laughs> I want to go to wherever they go with the, uh, you know, this, this they, asteroid. Yeah, so the professor has them drop him off at an asteroid or a planetoid. They call it a, a few different things. But there's there's no no life. And he says, it's it's not lifeless enough. Set up my shack so that I can kick you out of it. <laughs> um, 
so the professor has created these nanobots that are going to uh, clear the water of the toxic minerals that are in it so that the professor can drink it and live by himself. I guess his angry dome wasn't good enough anymore. He had to go... (laughs) He, he lived reached with uh, nothing else living. Deeper, le- deeper levels of infuriation. Yeah. So, um, uh, was it Fry says that it looks like Diet Dr. Pepper, and the Professor says it's not that bad. <laughs> it's just laden with toxic minerals. <laughs> uh, and then Kubert got safely abandoned with his godfather Zoidberg. Yeah. Um, which, like, like Kubert again, just such an ass. Just why don't you just go to hell? Like, he's such a dick all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, he, yeah, he does later apologize, but we'll get to that point at, at some point, seeing as we've been recording for 50 minutes and uh, we're only, like, 10 minutes into the episode. No, that's not, the, the rest of this is going to go quick, because it does, it does, like, loop over. The, um, are you guys aware of what gray slime is? Like, in reference to the show, or? In reference to nanobots. Like, that's, no. so, like, the, there's... The singularity is what we should all be fucking terrified of when the machines become sentient right. with artificial intelligence. Already but the, afraid of it. Yeah, the other side of that is uh, the fear of gray slime, which is we create nanobots that are basically like the professor's nanobots that just become self-replicating and destroy the entire fucking oh. planet and overtake it. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's a whole other thing. There's like, slow down on this shit because if that happens and they, you know, basically a singularity with the nanobots where they can just take you know if yeah, they can replicate themselves we're fucked because if they do whatever they do and they do it perfectly and then right and then you get eaten they're going to be better than us yeah do any of you have a milkman trusting father <laughs> that was a great joke um I, did did any of you ever have a milkman i remember having no. one when, no. when, like when i was no. really young there was a guy that would bring milk to the house like twice a week probably until i was like eight um I feel like we had a Charles Chips man. Yeah. Oh, those were good too. They bring yeah. the big cans, the big like kettle ch- kettle chips. Potato chip delivery. Is that Ohio? I thought it was like I've never uh, even heard of that. Yeah, me neither. No, they're not around anymore. No, they're gone. But like, they just they just bring. I don't know if it was like a subscription service or what, but they just bring chips, delicious cans mm-hmm. of chips. It's basically Postmates. That's what all this shit is. Yeah. No, it's but just you like, couldn't you couldn't order like a meal. You had a, but like it's literally like a t- like a tin. Like a tub. Hmm. Yeah. I think my grandma chips. used to get it. They, I think sure I remember that. Maybe it's a Cleveland thing, because I've never heard of this. Well, I grew we, up in yeah. Allentown, Pennsylvania, so it's... Maybe it's Northern. Yeah. I don't know. Because I'm from Columbus. Oh, okay. You were kind of rural, though, too, right? Fuck no. No? No. I it's the horses that make me think <laughs> that. No, I, I lived in the ghetto. Okay. Yeah, With well, horses. I mean, same, same difference, really. The, the potato chip <laughs> man isn't going to go there. Um, there is there, uh, oh, fuck, there, uh, never mind. It's just going to be a sidetrack anyway, but it is something along those lines. I wish I had potato chip delivery, though. Um, th- why did the professor have four pianos in his shed? Did you notice that one? I just, uh, yeah, they, I just assumed it was a joke that was like for, to, you know, to make the moving part funnier. <laughs> but I didn't know if it was yeah. a reference to him, like... I finished moving the last grand piano. <laughs> oh, I, it's just, like, an annoying, like a, heavy, shitty thing that you yeah. have to move when you move. And, and it's yeah. uh, that clown car aspect of the shack. Yeah. Because, like, you couldn't Everything's get, crammed in. Right. That's a, that's a funny thing about pianos. Like, if you try and buy a piano new or even used, 
thousands of dollars and you go on craigslist and it's like we'll give you a hundred dollars to take right. this thing out of my fucking house just you have to come today and move it and be gone yeah and i've always been like tempted because i got this space right here on the wall i could just like plank plank around on oh that's a great piano spot mm-hmm. yeah i do the the all in the family thing um how do you guys feel about pineapple on pizza I dig it i do too yeah i've never i don't understand the hatred it's not Me it wouldn't either. be my first choice but yeah I, mean, I wouldn't turn it down no I'd like I'd take I pineapple over green peppers any day. Really? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What about green peppers and sausage? I will eat sand before I will eat green peppers. Okay, I, I feel similarly. Hate green peppers. I, I will <laughs> eat them with sausage. Like if it's sausage and onions and peppers, it's a little bit different. But what I find with green peppers is they basically taint everything that they touch yes. with that green mm-hmm. pepper taste. Mm-hmm. So if you have like a supreme pizza with like sausage and pepperoni and you know olives and green peppers. Everything's gonna taste like fucking green peppers, even if you pick them out. Yeah. See, here's I, the, the exact opposite for me. I think everything would taste like olives if I take the olives. Well, yeah, yeah. The, that's... The, I'm not picky about food, but if people say, well, "What do you? What? What don't you want to to eat?" My my list of foods that I will not eat is green peppers, olives. That's it. Those are like the only two things that I can't fucking eat. I will not yeah. eat. <laughs> And that's that's it. Like, High five. I'll eat everything else. Well, also I'm allergic to cinnamon, so add that to the list. But that's it. Like, Did there's, you have any there's more? nothing other than allergies, and then green pepper and olives. I'll eat anything. Did you like, have any more uh, uh, allergic reactions to that cider after no, the fact? No, so you're it's fine. fine. I kept drinking it. Yeah. Is it how bad is the reaction to cinnamon? It's not terrible. Yeah, like it's not great, off. but oh. it I have some on in the other room. We can and... test it out. <laughs> no, I'm allergic to red onions. Really? Just red onions. Hmm. I wonder if, why. Does it matter if they're cooked or raw, or just completely? Cooked, it's it's a little better. It's like a little less. Yeah. But if they're raw, wow. it's uh yeah. My my nose gets all stuffy. It screws up my stomach for like wow the day. Hmm. I like I'm pre- they, I have a pretty iron constitution too. Yeah, it, it's I tend to go with the sweets. The Vidalias are the way to go when you need an onion. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. shallots. Um, shallots are good. The, I, uh, olives and green peppers. I'll add melons to that list, um, and coconut itself. Not coconut flavoring, but like you know the carpet the padding. Yeah, because when they sh- it's just like oh I'm gonna chew on this carpet padding. No thank you. Um, the melons. I, I've never heard anybody say this, but like, you know, people can taste cilantro and then it tastes like soap. soap. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, I think that happens to me with melons. I think I've got like a genetic thing where I'm just like, you know, oh, I this is melons. delicious honeydew. And it's like, <sighs> I don't understand why so many people hate honeydew too. A lot of people say like, oh, it's garbage. I think it, honeydew's fucking great. It's a solid, I don't know. It's a solid melon. I think I, it's good. I, it, just across the board. Take honeydew, it over cantaloupe. Uh, watermelon is on the fence, but. You know the the other ones. There's something about watermelon them. doesn't taste like anything. Watermelon. A just good tastes watermelon like... has a good taste, but it's very far and few between when mm-hmm. you have yeah, a piece a of watermelon that's like, oh, this is really good. Fucking Most of the time, it's just like oh, this mushy yeah, water it, in my mouth. Yeah, I was gonna say it tastes like when you're when you're drinking a slushy when you drink all of the syrup out of it, and it's just ice. <laughs> it's just like leftover ice at the bottom of the cup, but not cold. That's what a watermelon tastes like to me. I, I loved uh, Zoidberg's like. Just desperately trying to make Hubert like him with the mayor, with the mural. It's yeah. like he fights crime to earn some boy's respect. Father man, yeah. Father man. How good a mural could you make with your butt? I think mine would be, uh, you know, it would definitely be sort of an abstract piece. But 
I, I was thinking, I wonder if Kubert meant like he could work the brush with his butt and kind of like. <laughs> Who taught you to do three point perspective? <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Kubert sucks so hard. Yeah, he's, he's not good. Um, so, I mean, and really, this is where everything turns. Like the nanobots basically start evolving and creating all of the biological evolution through robot evolution. Um, I did like Fry's. Uh, reference to the tidy bowl man who owns, <laughs> who owns a yacht yeah. and everybody poops on him. <laughs> I mean, you, did, did you ever do, like, because I know you have the captain's hat. You've got the whole outfit, but did you ever do, like, a tidy bowl man thing? Wait, for what? Just, just, to, just I don't know, Halloween? Just, no, uh, I don't know. I don't know. That, I don't know what the tidy bowl man looks like. He he was a guy who lived in toilets. Okay, <laughs> and, and, like if your toilet was dirty, the the woman of the house because he was always the, it was, the guy wasn't cleaning the toilet in the commercial. She'd open up the toilet, and the tidy bowl man was down oh, in there, okay, like, okay. waving. <laughs> <laughs> I advertising was so good back then. <laughs> now oh. we've got scrubbing bubbles. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say he's kind of the same deal. Those things yeah. work though. Those that, I oh, love I that know. shit. But I just like when when Fry gets gets chomped by the robot robotic plesiosaur, he just goes help police. <laughs> like, no, it's no fucking police. I mean, he got chomped a lot, and it yeah. was like the, that's a recurring uh, catchphrase that he's yeah. been saying. Help really? police! Yeah, he said it like in one of the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't eat my butt. <laughs> Don't eat my butt. Yeah, but then so the. He gets out of the the plesiosaur's mouth, and then a T Rex grabs him immediately after, and then like a robot Triceratops like gets the T Rex, and then it's there's just like but they're like half vehicles too, yeah. like they, <laughs> they're all they have like wheels and stuff. Yeah, um, there's there's a little aside here when Zoidberg and Kubert connected with each other, but then they get he starts getting bullied by the Blob's son. <laughs> and mm-hmm. whatever he says to him, he's just like Brett Blob is his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, right. From uh, him and Dwight had the problems with him. He's like, "Why don't you ask your mom? She's coming over for a sex visit." <laughs> sex visit. And, and like that was the thing. Like the story on this was pretty weak, but I just feel like a lot of the the one liners that they kind of got mm-hmm. off were good. Because um, really, the whole this whole A story then, as it's going through, like. Even Leela and Amy getting kidnapped, like there's there's no danger at any point, and then it's resolved within about this, four minutes. This little like two minutes of Brett Blob making fun of Cubert and Zoidberg. It's a lot of good comedy yeah. in this, because mm-hmm. just because Zoidberg says, "I know how to handle bullies," you just pretend like you're pathetic, and then he says, <laughs> "Help! I'm scared. I wet myself. I'm crying like a baby, and I'm soaking in pee." But what else is new? Like it's so good. But then like the Brett Blob says, "These pee babies peed himself," and they says i'm off to pottery class dorkwads like he's going to pottery class why is he <laughs> calling them dorkwads because, like pottery's pretty dorky because if there's one thing about bullying it's completely hierarchical yeah. so the bully a bullies bully b who finds bully c to bully down and all the way down and then eventually a kid ends up shooting up the school and that's america <laughs> it's fantastic i mean because like i got totally bullied and then i would you know in hindsight wow i was a super shitty person to some other people because Again, there's the uh, you know we were learning to be good Catholics, so that was part of it too. But I, just, it, I had I must have had like a really weird school experience because I didn't I didn't have that kind of shit really. Like there was the occasional snarky mean thing that some kid yeah. would say, but I was not bullied. We didn't have bullies at the school. I was not a bully. Like we all just kind of like got along and went to school and learned shit. Like it wasn't. 
I don't understand when people say like, oh yeah, middle school sucked. I'm like, it's fine. It just was a thing. Like I, I went to school and I learned shit and then I went home and like that it, I didn't have like this really awful experience. Like everyone says that they had. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. I, and it like, so <laughs> yeah, it's, mine was pretty maybe it's because too. I went to art school. That's, that's possible. <laughs> I, I went mean, to a school for art kids. There were no bullies. <laughs> yeah, everyone, we were all the bullied. You got bullied no out of the regular bullied. schools. Was there a well, no, bully no school got across town? Bullied. No, <laughs> no one ever got Just bullied. all bullies. I don't know. <laughs> it's called boot camp. Yeah, we just separated them. Well, you, I mean, you were in band too, right? So yeah. that's, a, that's a whole subset. I was in band. I went to a very urban school that was just like, you know, it was just, it was a real mix of people. Yeah. Of, of, from all socioeconomic backgrounds, right. race backgrounds and stuff. So it was just like, it was very like factioned. So like a prison. Yeah, like a prison. <laughs> you, had, you had the Aryan Brotherhood, yeah, yeah. and then like the Crips and the Bloods, and and you you don't want to join the band in prison. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might want to though. You could back up Johnny Cash or something. It, I mean, it is a, there is some safety in it, but yeah, you're, it's, you're just going to get you're a target a group instead of sure. an individual. Um, that's it, it's it's a. Uh, like when I got to, I, I went to all boys Catholic high school for two years, and then I transferred into the public school system because I like like the bullying at the all boys Catholic school was the worst. Um, there was actually, I mean, this, this was a tradition. By the time I got there, there was a game called backwall, which occurred on the RTA bus that was chartered <laughs> to pick us up on West Twenty Fifth and drive us back into the outer western suburbs, and so all of the sophomores who didn't have cars yet would sit at the back of the bus and all the freshmen would sit at the front of the bus and it would be a, a rolling brawl every day where the freshmen would try and touch the back wall if they got it they'd get a you know whatever loose change had been yeah. collected but like it was people getting the shit beat out of them you know just kind of rolling and then eventually it all turned outside we start throwing shit out the window at people there was like a line of litter down Lorraine Road for miles um, but when I transferred out of that, cause I like it really, I think what it was is like you lock up a thousand hormonal boys for eight hours a day with no female contact other than a couple random teachers. It's just like a miasma of just fucking aggression and testosterone. Right. And, just, and everybody hulks out, even if they're like, you know, nerds or whatever. When I transferred to the public school, the thing that was so strange for me is I, I was sort of an outsider anyway in hanging out with the funny haircut kids. So, like, they all had this history with these people. And they're like, that guy's a bully. That guy's a bully. Like, violent, violent, violent guys. And they never had any trouble with them. They're like, oh, yeah, he beats the shit out of people. And, and they would. And there would just be, like, fist fights at some point that might have happened, like, four years ago. But once you get bloodied by some fucking thug, like. <laughs> carry, carry it with you. Yeah, and you know those guys are all like su successful bankers now or something, probably <laughs> or dead. You know, there's a there's a very, uh, you know, slim margin on those. Uh, the the one gag with Amy and Leela getting kidnapped when they come back from the commercial break and the cavemen throw the broom at them. <laughs> like they want wives, <laughs> like sweep. <laughs> um, the 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 thing about the um. Because when the, the so they rebuilt the spaceship in two hours, but then it took them twelve hours to make a slingshot mm -hmm. out of the same shit. Like that's that's a total Futurama jo uh, uh, joke, but I liked it. Um, 
but just like fry like that nice net that got thrown over him. Have you ever been caught in a net of some kind? No. 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 Um, <laughs> oh, God. I, it seems like it's, it, it, it's a very frequently used thing. Like, I mean, I, I don't even know how you would use one to catch stuff, though. I feel like it. I feel like you couldn't catch me in a net, honestly. (laughs) Unless it was very Yeah, like how does that work? Like is it just that you get tangled? I'm not a fish. There's cause like there's the ones that you throw that are weighted. Right. But then there's the other ones like I can get if I like stepped into some kind of a booby trap where it it picks you up. Yeah, like a drawstring bag or something. But like you just mm -hmm. get tangled in it and you'd get delayed and easier to to fight. Or stabbed or something. Right, right, right. Like, I, mean, I, I think throwing a net over, like, an animal, like, they would just get disorientated and their limbs stuck in the net so you maybe. could just scoop them up and yeah. grab them. Yeah. Human's a little bit different where they have, yeah. you know, opposable thumbs and feet and yeah. <laughs> well, even like, legs and they can run. The, like a snare. Scissors. Like, if you're supposed to, like, lay out, like, a snare for something, he's like, yeah, they put their leg in that and it pulls them tight and then they're stuck. Like, I've never seen that shit work either. Like, there's a rabbit mm-hmm. out here that's been eating... Our beets. Um, he's getting really fat too. I like to call him Stew because he will be someday. <laughs> but like, I don't even understand how to like lay a snare because you'd figure like, okay, you step into it, and you step out of it. It's like a tripwire. If you see it, you step over it, and it's done. Um, but they these all seem to be like very useful tools for primitive people. But they 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 seem pretty simple to us. Maybe maybe we just animals were dumber than too. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, I guess. Survival they of the they fittest. Don't, they don't have YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can't figure it out. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, it, I mean, it just all comes full circle. The nanobots do the whole thing, and then they, they fly back to the ship, and he's proved evolution. But then that whole switcheroo here towards the end just, they like, here's the scopes trial. Enjoy. Um, it, it's, it kind of underlines how it's all... Like science is science, but really it's it's just kind of a different sort of belief, right? Right. Because you know he's saying that you know I I created you. It's it, you didn't evolve. Well, they evolved, but Farnsworth created them. He was the the god of all of these robot people, right? And it's true. And he says I could I I made you. I, I you all evolved. Let's see what does he say. You all evolved from some filth gobbling nanobots I designed. <laughs> I dumped them into one of your ponds a few days ago, and they say, but where Earth was created. Oh, it says it was created in eons, not days. Relative to you, it was eons, but look at this hologram I took the day before yesterday of a robot frolicking with a robo dinosaur, and it's like Bender riding one of them. Which is is the same thing as Homo Farnsworth on top of the mm-hmm. dinosaur. Yeah. The other exactly. <laughs> I like the uh, the sign gag on the outside of the robot museum. Yeah, where it says founded at eight fifteen. <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. catch that one. Like, yeah, the speed of everything was like. That's what's going to happen with the singularity is once they hit it, it's, you know, one day you're kind of having cyber sex with fake Scarlett Johansson. And then all of a sudden she's like, yeah, we're, we're leaving. You guys are too dumb. So it's been fun, yeah. but bye. Yep. Um, Go back to Robo, Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> the matter, it was the matter of everyone v. Farnsworth. Yeah. And then Bender's whole defense of like, that's crazy. You got to find him not, or not guilty by reason of insanity. Um, why was it Superior Gort, though? Did you see that on the yeah, side of the building? Yeah, I saw it on the sign. I didn't, 
I didn't uh, understand that either. Was it a reference or just to, to supposed to be like it? You know, funny sounding. Either way, I'm good with it. I just it was eye catching. Uh, it's it's Gort is a robot from the day the Earth stood still. Ah, okay. So, instead of Superior Court, Superior, superior Gort. Gort. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Okay. He was the robot that came out of the the disc. I guess. Yeah. Was that did, <laughs> that was the original? Did they remake that with Keanu Reeves? Yes. I haven't seen it, but I mean, I've seen the original, but not the remake. Huh. I um. According to this, Gort is a town in South County Galloway, <laughs> in the west of Ireland. But is it superior? <laughs> That's the inferior court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of peat farmers and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, ultimately, this is what happens. The robots evolve, evolve into non-physical beings. And, uh, and if you want to get really deep about all this stuff, man, maybe that's what happened. Maybe there is a God, and it's just these beings that already, like, evolved past it, and they became a consciousness, and then we've all tapped into that. I'm really not on drugs. I, I may need to be taking a drug test soon, so I'm really not on drugs. <laughs> um, but it, it just it got so weird, and I just it, I felt like it was just, like, super anticlimactic. Then it's like, yeah, we're gone, and it's done, and they go back home, and it's over. Like they're in the jalopy solar powered spaceship and they land. But then it just goes off on a nice, like, Zoidberg's just fucking done with Qbert. It's <laughs> like, I'm sick uh, of him. And then Qbert has like the uh, oven mitts on his hand. Uh, yeah. He wants to be like his <laughs> godfather. <laughs> it's, yeah. It, I mean, it just, it, it felt like it just kind of like, okay, that's it. And then, then they're off and done. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that happens on these sometimes. Last week's episode was clearly super short because they threw in shit that it was like completely unrelated. Um, so I think they're just they're just making things up now um, to to tie that up. And I don't know if it's lazy writing or maybe was there. You're not checking this out on DVDs anymore, are you? Or are you just watching? No, I don't it? have I don't have any of these seasons. Okay. Uh, on, I'm just watching it on. Uh, I wasn't sure if there were deleted scenes or anything that you were. No, catching. I should find those though. Yeah, they're probably dirt cheap now. They might it's be. It's a dying format. Just go to the library. That sounds like work. But <laughs> I want to own them. Yeah, you got a friend true. that works at the library. Could she just get them for us and, like, send them? Uh, I don't know if the Lakewood Library has them, but I know any everything in Kalina, oh. they, there's tons of them. Oh, like boy. Or whatever. So you can just drive three more minutes and go to Rocky River, because I know they have every season. I've, uh, I've seen them there. Oh, my neighbor works there. I'll just I'll get Nicole. <laughs> I just, I've been finding them at, like, the exchange. Hmm. And they're cheap. I just don't like owning physical media. I don't want to have that I crap. I started when doing you move, it again. That's, uh, oh, that's silly. I'll do it if it's going to support Someone gave me a thing. CD when I was at a show on Saturday, and I was like, I don't want this. <laughs> this is just <laughs> trash. You're just handing me trash, the equivalent of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want uh, it. <laughs> how much physical media do you create now when you put stuff out? Like, when, I mean, you're, you've got a, a New York Times selling book. Uh, uh, yeah, and I didn't choose to make that a book. That was <laughs> somebody was like, "You want to make us a book?" And I was I'm like, like yeah. "Yeah, I guess so." <laughs> You're gonna pay? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did um did they just send you boxes of it to have around or? I got well, no, I didn't. I mean, I got like a, a box yeah. at the beginning, and then like now I have to buy them at cost if I want to, gotcha. uh, stuff to hand out. I have boxes of CDs. I mean, I have boxes of CDs that I were ones I listened to, but like stuff that we were on. Oh like, yeah, you know, like yeah, that's what you said. I was like, mm-hmm. "Here's a box of yep. CDs." I still like, have like a handful of my old comedy album, <laughs> like <laughs> sitting in a drawer somewhere. It's just like, yeah, there's just rando shit, and it's 
it's hard because if I go to like I I don't understand even. Wait, you're a record collector though, or have you given up that's, on that? Nope, that's all I got. Okay. That's that's the only physical media I have and will continue to have. Yeah, it's you know if I go see a band, I don't want to buy like vinyl because it's just <laughs> you know the heaviest oh. of all of the physical <laughs> yes. media and the and the most fragile and yeah. the one that can be damaged <laughs> by the elements. Like it's you know that was the beauty of CDs is like you could like you know throw them out your car window at thirty miles an hour and still go back and buff it out and you're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I, I haven't even used that DVD. I did just use it recently because I bought a DVD. It was something I could only get on DVD, and then the DVD was fucked up. <laughs> so, like, Aww. I tried to watch it, and halfway through, I'm like, all right, I'll put it in the computer. And it was, it was, it was obnoxious. It was fine, though. Um, we got through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy. We... we we kind of did the same exact thing this episode did, where it kind of starts out with this long thing and then just yeah. wraps up abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all. Get the fuck out. We're done. Um, thanks for coming on the show. It no was problem. super fun. Thanks I'm glad we were me. able to make it happen. Yeah. Um, I wish we could have done this before Accidental to plug it, but everybody yeah. can come back next year. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, and you'll be on, I guess this will come out Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Um, you're also going to be on Doug Loves Movies when that comes out this week, too. Yeah. I don't know what days he releases those. It might, maybe like Tuesday and Friday or something. But it was it was super fun. Like That, that was, was fun. That was a really fun show. There's a huge visual component that people aren't going to get, but it was... Oh, the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Doug after the show, and he just left them on. So, like, yeah. he had fake mustaches on as mm. eyebrows <laughs> and as a mustache. And, and it just made, like, you know, his, his eyes are so, like, like wide and crazy anyway. Like, it just exacerbated all of that. But uh, it, was, it was really fun. The episode's a good one, and it's another promotion for Accidental. Um, what do you have coming up? Um, I don't know how wide your listener base goes, but I'll be in Vermont at the end of the <laughs> we might have of some, September. Some listeners, in yeah, Vermont. we, we surprise me have Comedy people Club all over in Burlington, and then uh, the I coat factory. A, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. I'm playing all the coat factories. <laughs> I'm surprised someone hasn't tried to do that. Like, I mean, it, if not a comic like setting up a show in a retail store. Just, oh yeah, but like I draw the line there. But, but what if you could subsidize it with corporate money and be like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like the Supreme, but what if it was like Uniqlo and they're just like, yeah, we're gonna set up a stage inside the stores and then have people come in and do like sets on Friday nights. I'd do it there because I that's where I buy my jeans and I feel like I'd probably get a discount. Yeah, <laughs> at least they wouldn't pay you, but you could like get a twenty percent off or something. Yeah. on your entire purchase. Um, but the, yeah. The just uh, Burlington, Burlington Coat Factory in uh, Vermont, <laughs> no, it's Vermont Comedy Club. And then uh, I have an album out called I Was In Band, and it's on everything yeah. that streams. But you could but buy it, too. physical media. Well, you could buy it on, yeah, you could buy it on iTunes. That would be great. But Just do it. Do it. Spend the nine ninety nine and get laughs that you can live with forever until you die and then the license reverts back to I, Apple. I think it's actually eight ninety nine. Oh, even better. I don't know why it's a dollar a cheaper deal. than everything, but <laughs> I didn't set the price and I saw it and I was kinda like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> You're still gonna get the same forty cents regardless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, don't worry. Yeah. It's just coming off of their top line. Um yeah, so I you you're doing stand up. Are you still doing fresh out? Yeah. Yeah. At, uh, UCB East in New York on every Thursday. 
That's that was a fun show too. Yeah, and then uh, you can go to gymtoos.com. I have a calendar up and um, um, and then Felines of New York mm-hmm. uh, is still it, available in bookstores. Real, actual, physical media. Buy several copies. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's out there. It's actually we got our copy right there behind that little thing. Oh, look at that underneath the cat bed. Perfect. It's, yeah, it's it's the best place for it. Um, I think that's all. You have shows coming up out west too, don't you? Oh yeah, I'm going to Denver, Fort Collins, and Boulder in the first weekend of November. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like we really we have uh, more people listening elsewhere than we do in Cleveland, which is weird. <laughs> so you know, it's oh yeah, and, qu- and my podcast, Quitting Comedy. I forgot about that. Which is also yeah, which is also um, I like the conceit of it. I just listened to the episode with Danny Tamborelli. Oh, nice. Um, is, what's going on with the Undone Sweaters? Uh, we haven't played in a while. He's like touring for something else right now, something with uh, with Michael Morona. Okay. Uh, so we haven't been able to get together and play, but it's always kind of like a back burner when we have yeah when all we all have time to do it because it's just so much fun and we don't want it to not be fun ever. Yeah. So we'll do it. When, yeah. So that's when a, time allows. <laughs> just that was part. There's of the still shit plenty that of stuff up. on the internet if you're curious about it. I, and you animated a Weezer video. I did. I mean, it's it's like you're just a multimedia, uh, you know, concern because it's all over the place. Yeah, but like, trying to tur- turn it into a profit. Haven't figured that part of it out. <laughs> and like, I, yeah, I've I've uh, I've been doing music for 25 years now, and I've actually I, like I've at times have gotten reasonable checks. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it just drops in the bucket against all the time and yep. money and everything else spent. <laughs> yeah. Like it, that's. It's not paying for this house, I could tell you that. That's, you just got to find the day job stuff that works and mm. and just take committed to your art, man. That's, that's how you do it. Mm. Um, we, uh, what do we have else coming up? Just shows and things, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Nothing. see, uh, go see Iron Sheik. They're on tour. They're awesome. Um, but you can find us at slurmcast.com. We have all our episodes there. A link to our T Public shop where you can buy T-shirts, and we will get fractional cents for each shirt that you buy. That helps us. Uh, rate and review us in iTunes. You can email us at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram and Facebook at slurmcastpod on Facebook. Uh, I think we're the only slurmcast there. Um, <laughs> and yes. ca- uh, what call 216-438-1077. Yes. Call or text Slurmcast us. hotline. Yes. Uh, Tom's voice is on there. You can listen to the nice voicemail message, and we'd really like to get something other than the calls that are saying that my house is going to be repossessed because I haven't paid taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's really the only one that's calling us anymore. It says bullhorn and then my house address, and then you are in deep trouble with the IRS, and call us right now. Uh, we used to get nice messages from people. Send us, send us some calls or, you know, text messages because we like hearing from you. And have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.